Step into the incense and whiskey sanctuary with mindfulness enthusiasts and verified whiskey lovers, Mecca and Ashley, as they discuss all the random topics they love, from mindfulness to memes. This is Ashley. And this is Mecca. I'm excited. Ashley. Mecca. Let's talk about some of the things that you're into this week. Like, it's so many things. There's TV. There's things. What are, what are you into right now? The things. All the things. Okay. So, I actually have not been watching a lot of TV this week. Um, but something that I'm into is bath time with a face mask and an audiobook. That is my jam right now. Ooh. I like yeah, I like to put on a good audiobook. I've also learned that um, I prefer to listen to fiction on audiobook rather than nonfiction, unless it's a memoir. So I like to listen to stories, like fictional stories. Okay. Um, so the most recent audiobook I listened to was um, this is this is kind of embarrassing. The most recent audiobook I listened to was the erotic stories of Punjabi widows and what? <laughs> I know. you gotta tell me how because you always read so many interesting stories and you post them and I love that so like you gotta tell me okay so the book <laughs> the story place in London the main character is named Nikki and Nikki can't really figure out her life. She went to law school. She dropped out. She is the daughter of um, Punjabi immigrants from India. Mm -hmm. And um, her father has died. Her sister is exploring um, having an, uh, an arranged marriage. And she's just trying to figure out her life. And so she takes a job working at the temple. And she thinks that she's going to be teaching the women, the older widows of the community, um, how to do, how to write their stories and okay. storytelling. And so she's thinking like, I'm going to empower these women and we're going to write their stories. And it's going to be amazing. But the aunties of the temple, these older widows are just like, no, we are here to talk about our stories, meaning soap operas. And they start <laughs> coming up with these like alternative, like, storylines and they're getting graphic in their stories and it's like they're writing erotic short stories and nikki is like oh my gosh this is unexpected like who thought that these older ladies would like all they want to do is talk about sex when they're together right. and um she's like i'm gonna get fired like i was supposed to teach some of them how to read and write in english and this is like not it um it is a it's a funny fun story to listen to it's full of intrigue there's some mystery there's some community secrets involved there's a lot of fun sexy stories um and i would recommend it so i've been having bath time and listening to this book and doing my little face mask and that is my self-care right now so that's what i'm into i love right it i love it i love it what kind of face mask are you into um, so usually I do, I, I alternate. So usually I'll do, um, 
if I want like a good deep clean detox kind of feel, my skin may be like oily, I'm breaking out unexpectedly. Um, I will use the Aztec clay with a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar. And that like really cleans me out. I don't know. Have you tried that before? Aztec clay. I mean, I've only used Benonite clay, I think, on my face. I think it's maybe similar, but probably not actually, the more I think about it. Because you, that clay that you just described, that's white, right? Uh, it can come in white. It can come in sand color. Okay. So this Aztec clay, it comes in like this greenish brown color, like greenish gray brown color. Okay. So um, yeah, I put that and I put some apple cider vinegar with the mother. That's important. Make sure you have the mother in it. I learned that the hard way. My father-in-law taught me that. Like, it's not real apple cider vinegar without the mother. Nope. Um, and yeah, I put that on my face. I let that sit and I'll rinse that out. Sometimes I'll do a sheet mask if I'm feeling lazy. Um, I also, I'll do, I haven't really done multi-masking. Have you done multi-masking? What is multi-masking? Multi-masking, I learned this from an esthetician. So multi-masking is when you, maybe you're oily in your T-zone, right? Wow. But you're looking for something brightening in your cheek area or like- Oh! So you would use two different masks and you would just like base it on the area of the skin. Can I, I want to ask a question. Does, does, you know, I've only used a mask a few times and the one that I had this was so many years ago and I can't even find the brand anymore. But I tell you my face, there was a difference after each time. It's like it pulled the toxins out of my little pores. And yeah. I can remember my pores getting clean and tightening back up. Yeah. So, and I remember that because I was like, oh, this dries and I can feel it like tingling and working on my face. Yeah. Absolutely. Are we expected to have a re immediate result after every mask that we use? Oh, um, that's a really good question. When I spoke with the esthetician, I don't remember her saying that we should expect an immediate result, but I do specifically remember her saying, you're going to get your results within like the first five to seven minutes of the mask. Oh, so, you know, some people like that's, that's probably when you know you have a, a mask that's giving you results when you only have to have it on for like five minutes or so. Okay. So some people will put a mask on and they'll have it on for like, I don't know, a half hour or so. It's not going to like kill anything, but at, after a certain point, you're actually no longer getting the benefit. It's just sitting on your face. Um, I did learn that from her. So if you're getting, if you're using something where you feel immediate results, then that mask is doing what it should be doing is what I'm assuming. Okay. I like that. Sure. Okay. That's, that's doable for me. I know. All right. So you are into audibles, face masks, and baths. Bath time. Yes. That is my jam. That sounds like a good thing. Is there anything else you're into right now? Um, if I am watching TV, I'm really into Downton Abbey. I like me some good historical fiction and, um, Downton Abbey has been giving me some comedic relief these days. It's a really cute, funny story to watch. I think we were just talking about yeah. the, the need to have just like something to watch that you enjoy. And I giggle along with what the grandmother in the show said. I never really watched it when it was like hot and popular. I did see the movie and um, I don't know, I had some time on my hands and I was like, let me watch it. And 
um, I've been enjoying it. It's been nice comedic relief for sure. And these are all new episodes for you, right? Yeah, like everything's new. So it's wonderful. I got like six seasons of just like comedy I can watch and enjoy. So it's been nice. So that's what I'm into these days. What are you into, Mecca? Tell us. What am I into? Um, a few things. I, I'm really into thick, cozy, sweater-like socks. Yes. Um, even, in, even in the summertime. I just like... Um, in the I, summer too, really? Yeah, because I have really... My hands and my feet are the coldest part of my body, even if everything else is warm. And so they remain cold. So having uh, these thick socks on, they, it just makes me feel like I have a a little um, blankie on. My oh, that's nice. So it feels really good and I feel like complete. Like if, so if do I don't have ever, socks on. Yeah. Good. Like, Do you ever like go without socks or go barefoot? Is that like just in the house? So it's, it's typically in the house. Like I like to have these socks on and when I don't have them on, I just don't feel good. Like Oh, I'm just like tired or it's so cold. Or, you know how it is to be in a house cold and you just feel like there's nothing that's going to satisfy you. It's like having a yeah, nice, you don't want to do anything. Hot, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I equate it to like a nice hot cup of tea. Okay. I know that's kind of interesting, but I do. It is so, interesting, I'm but I'm with it. Socks. Um, what else am I into? I, oh, I'm into, uh, I'm into using a copper water bottle Okay, you know, tell me. I'm tell always me talking about, about you know vibrating your food, vibrating your water, meaning vibrating and making it higher. You know, just cleaning and and, and oxidizing and feeding your cells. And so, one of the benefits of a copper water bottle is typically, um, you know, it's it's this Ayurvedic tradition to where a lot their water is either stored in copper uh, vessels or or, or a certain type of uh, cup. And it's supposed to raise the vibration of the water. Um, okay. It also changes the pH balance of the water. It's supposed to have these, it's not supposed to, it has these ben benefits that kind of like reduce the signs of aging, um, increase your energy level. Um, it has benefits to your nervous and cardiovascular system. Um, it's supposed to like, you know, so basically this is what happens. You put water in it overnight. You can't leave it in okay. over 24 hours. But you, no, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can, and it's not gonna like it's gonna. It may have a slight metal taste depending on how many times you've used your bottle, but that mm -hmm. goes away over time. Or you can just kind of like put water and lemon and a little sea salt in there and shake it up, and it'll take that metal taste out of there. But you can put your water in, and overnight, wake up in the morning. I usually have water right beside my bed, so as soon as I wake up in the morning, I try to get sixteen ounces before I go to the bathroom again. So I'll have something else to come out. So um, okay. immediately I have this water next to my bed because um, it's best to have it, you know, the next morning. First thing mm -hmm. in the morning after it's been sitting in the, um, in the vessel overnight. So. And yeah. how long have you been drinking out of a copper water bottle? Um, I just started, I've just purchased my own recently. Um, I would say about a month and a half now. Okay. Um, Have you I've noticed anything different since switching to this water vessel instead of something else? Uh, let's see. The one thing I've noticed is my energy. So I'm typically a coffee or tea person first thing in the morning before I even start any of my cardio. 
So I can have this water and not feel like I need a cup of coffee. I like to drink coffee. I like the way it tastes, but I don't feel like, oh my God, I got to have it before I can even like wake up. So it definitely helped my energy level. Um, It's funny when I drink this water, you know, like when you drink cold water, you can feel it go down your chest, your throat, into your stomach. Have you ever, you know Mm -hmm. what that feels like when you feel it go all the way through your system? I feel like every time I drink this water. What does um, it mean if I feel that when I drink bourbon? Look, that's what I feel. (laughs) (laughs) It's warm going through. That means it's it's a good it's a good bourbon going through. (laughs) Means um, so I feel that my face. I've always had like clear skin, but the texture of my my face now has gotten to like a very like smooth surface. Which is interesting. Like you can't. I don't know. You can't. So me and Ashley, we can. We can see. I mean, it looks real smooth. It's like a. a it's like a a surfacey smooth. It's really yeah. interesting. It looks like for 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 the people out there. It looks like she's been doing those Korean eighteen step skincare routines for glass skin. That's what it looks like. It's Absolutely real smooth. Not. Absolutely. So I, I worked out and I haven't even showered yet. For real? And that's that was what you're morning. Why can't we all have that? I don't understand. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was like, even... <laughs> God does not bless us evenly. I don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> she looks amazing, y'all. So let me tell you, thank it looks you. good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, that's what I'm into. Cozy socks, corporal water bottles. Um, if I'm watching TV, I just started watching uh, Dirty John. I don't know if you know what that is, but Dirty no, John. No, I heard of it. Well, tell, give, tell us what it is about. Well, Dirty John, uh, let's see. I'm, I, I'm not going to sound, let me just say this. So Dirty John is basically, it's, the theme of it is a woman scorn, but they get payback. Let's just Ooh. do that as the theme, right? Okay. So Dirty John is a metaphor for this guy that has done a woman wrong. So it's on season okay. two. Though those two those two seasons are not related, totally different character, totally different storyline. The first storyline was a woman met a guy online. She was very well to do. He pretended to be. Her daughter saw through it. It's a whole thing. I'm not gonna give it away. It's actually really good. And then the second one is uh, the Betty Broderick. Um, am I saying that right? Betty Broderick story. And it's from the Yeah, I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. Are you? So that story is from the 80s, but that story made Dirty John. Um, (laughs) And that's like, that's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. Apparently both, apparently they're all based on true stories. You know, a little bit. Um, And I did, it was funny because the first season, once I found out that that was based on true stories, I went to go find all the articles, the daughter's interviews, um, yeah, it was it's really good so yeah the Betty Broderick story is what's going on now um, and you know from you know Lifetime has done done their piece on it ABC has like there's been four different versions of this movie come out and Dirty John just kind of gives it um, a little bit more oomph um, oh. relief a little bit and humanizes Betty so it's like a, a, a real refresh contemporary yeah another story yeah okay something while you were talking about energy it made me think something that i don't have energy for right now is makeup so 
I am into bare skin. And since we're coming out of quarantine, I have not like done anything with my hands or feet. So I am also really into no makeup, no nail polish. And I don't know if I am committing some kind of blasphemy right now, but because I used to be religious, like every two weeks I'm in there. My husband got to a point where he was like, when are you going to get your nails done? Because, you know. Are you uh, not having any Zoom calls? You don't have to put on makeup for any Zoom calls? I, so I put on makeup. I don't actually put on makeup for my client meetings. I went to go put on makeup for, I was meeting with a brand new client. And um, I went to go put on some makeup for the meeting. And I did not recognize myself. I was like, well, first of all, the first issue is, Mecca, I am now officially two shades lighter than my normal <laughs> in color so i don't recognize myself with no makeup on and then i know put makeup on i was like who is this lady like she's too light too fair what is this i don't understand you think I don't I, so first of all ashley i think you look great even with like no makeup so and i'm not a makeup person so i never know when people have it on or not um you know you just got your lip gloss popping and your hair like curly so i did you good I'm in the natural state but listen i put that makeup on i was like i don't know who that lady is i had it on for literally an hour two hours max for my meetings and i went and took it off immediately i was it was scary it was scary actually it was scary i was like i don't know who i am right now but you do your makeup like so well too i think so i think that there's something to be said about doing your makeup to the point well some people can do their makeup and look like a completely different person and by the time you like contour it up, you know, bronze it up, you could look like a completely different person. Right. I am experiencing the opposite side of that, which is like, I haven't seen sunlight in three months and my skin is like, I don't ever remember being this color. So it is fun times right now. And I'm going to continue riding out the no makeup, no nail polish train for a while, actually. Well, I'm on the no makeup. Well, I've always been on no makeup train. I mean, I yeah. like mascara, and I try to do a couple of tutorials while we've been on break to try to, like, get up, level up on the basics. Um, nail polish. Um, my nails have actually gotten stronger since I haven't been going to get a manicure. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because it's, like, something about the low manipulation, and now you're drinking this copper water, so you know it's getting all the vitamins and minerals right in the system so all yeah right i was like i gotta come out regardless of where i am i gotta look like i've been like i i understand we're not getting any sign are you taking vitamin d i'm not taking vitamin d it is something that i probably you start. have to take some vitamin d yeah people of color do not get enough vitamin d I probably do need to go ahead. My, I, we fortunately have some in the house, so you I have might hit that. To take up. it. You have to. I'm. I'm 100 sure. I'm not even a doctor. I'm not even a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Yes. I know for sure <laughs> you need a vitamin D. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, you need some vitamin D. You're not MDs over here, but go take your vitamin D, y'all. There you go. <laughs> They say opposites attract, but do they? Let's play a game called Fire and Dice. Okay. 
Okay, Mecca, it's time for Fire and Ice. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Let's go. Okay, so Mecca, if P. Diddy and Anderson Cooper threw a party, what would be the theme of the party? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> First of all, would you go to that party? That's absolutely, the question. Absolutely. 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 Both are uh, amazing entertainer, entertainers in their own right. Uh, they both would bring a phenomenal crowd. Their guest list would be Liddy. I would say, what's the theme? Definitely, I see something insane, seer- right? Yeah, I see seersucker for for some reason. Um, I think the theme would be oh, okay. Um, and and this isn't any. This is not a pun. What I'm saying because I think um, what I see is you know. Anybody that's getting ready to throw a party after Corona is going to be the hottest person. I don't care if it's JoJo down the block. This person is going to be the hottest person rocking because everybody want to get out. I tell my friend, if D-Nice have a party, I'm there, okay? <laughs> so their party would be called I'm Coming Out. I'm Coming Out. It's yeah, lit. Like, I'm coming sure. out. Like, I'm out. I'm out the house. I'm out of the relationship <laughs> I was in. I'm out of the job that I was in. Like, whatever it is, they have come out and they are ready for the world to see this. They're ready. Okay, well, you know Anderson Cooper is a father now and we know PDD got his tribe. Like, he got a whole crew of kids. So would this be an adults-only affair or would this be, you know, a family affair? What would it be? I think, and it's funny because P. Diddy's kid, I've seen um, him do a few events and his kids are typically a part of the events, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know how Anderson Cooper's kids are. Anderson Cooper, he has a baby. So no, then of course not. Yeah, so I feel like this is an adult-only affair, for sure. Because they they've been cooked to put in the house with the kids. The only, so, like, everybody's like, I'm ready to be young. an adult. The, the, twins are, the twins are young. Um, I mean, he has sons that are of age to hang out and party with. Some of the kids would be able to attend, not all of them. Not all of Diddy's. None of Anderson Cooper, Cooper's, some of P. Diddy's. Just one child, yeah. Got it. Okay, all right, next one. If Janelle Monet and Master P did a commercial together, so what product would they be promoting? I literally just finished watching Homecoming. Um, <laughs> Like legit this morning as I was working. So, and I was like, you know, I hadn't seen her act. So I was like, okay, Janelle, her, her, um, her voice, her voice is very distinctive. And, um, you said Master P, that is so interesting. Okay. So I see Master P and Janelle Monet and has a very distinctive voice as well. Uh, and dialect. So I think that those two commercial, those two can have a commercial about who? Oh my gosh. It could either be a beverage. It could be an energy beverage. It could be a wellness beverage. Like a wellness beverage. Um, I don't want to necessarily say something like caffeine driven because um, Janelle Monae is definitely woke. And Master P is wise and 
and woke enough to know that he does his body good. He makes his mind right. So it's definitely got to be a wellness drink, you know, something that keeps you focused okay. yet uh, has vitamins in it. And, and it's kind of like, you know, for that person on the go that is handling multi multitask, but still wants to taste good. Yeah. I think it'll be a wellness drink. I don't know. I just, that just came to my mind. Okay. I followed your logic on that. That makes sense. Okay. Next one. If Naomi Campbell and Ashley Graham designed a clothing collection together, what would be the vibe? What kind of colors are you seeing? Are we seeing texture? What are you thinking? So that is so interesting because... <laughs> Um, you know, I just finished, I finished about two months ago. I did this class. I know I'm going off subject, but I did this little, um, style, style mastery class by, um, Elsa Isaac, which is a, a, a stylist, a celebrity stylist. And she, right. she creates, she, she actually a series of questions and she'll be like, okay, based off these questions, your body type is now don't laugh when I tell you what my body type was. Okay. Because it's not based on the size of the person. It's based off of broad shoulders, slim hips. Is your, is your uh-huh. hips slimmer than your um, shoulders? And she just kind of gives you the framework of what you want to wear. Mine was Naomi Campbell. And I couldn't okay. believe it because I feel like, you know, I'm curvy like Ashley Graham. So okay. Okay. Uh, I feel like their clothing line would definitely be dresses, shift dresses, maxi dresses. Um, some A-line dresses, um, very forgiving fabric, fabric that you can fly with, that you can pack easily and it doesn't wrinkle, very vibrant colors, um, quick, quick, quick fashion with luxury looks. That's the vibe. I think you just gave them an idea. Um, I'm with it. Okay, next up, if... I don't know why I keep going for the, the news anchors, but if Don Lemon and Rachel Ray hosted a dinner party, fundraiser, throw that in there, what would be the main course that they serve at the fundraiser? Chicken. What kind of chicken? Um, so Rachel Ray loves a good meal. And Don Lemon, he... I don't, I don't know if he loves a good meal, but he's, he's hanging out with Rachel Ray and that girl. <laughs> and I don't know about his cooking. So I feel like it would definitely be chicken. It would be like a broasted chicken. So nothing fried and it doesn't have to be like a uh, soft texture. So broasted meaning like it's full of flavor, but it's baked and still has a crispy, um, a crispy to- uh, skin edges so you have a lot of flavor, but you still get a baked feel and you get some texture in the food. That was um, very specific. Yeah. Specific. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a roasted chicken and it's going to be like this. And then when you cut into it, it's going to look like that. Uh, real yeah. Real and then they'll have a, there's going to be a vegetarian option as well. Okay. Um, and that vegetarian option is going to be uh, some type of like it's going to be a mock pasta. So it's not going to even be pop. It's not going to be like flour pasta. Like zucchini noodles. Yep. Zucchini noodles. An amazing sauce. Like a sauce. Like, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm eating right now. It's just so amazing. That's specific. 
Okay. Okay. All right. It is our final combination. If God bless his soul, Anthony Bourdain was still around. God bless Anthony Bourdain. And Gordon Ramsay traveled to a food destination together. Where would they go? Uh, it's hard, right? It's hard. That's really hard. And it just seems like that's something that you would want me to like kind of research. <laughs> no, I just want you to like think of a place. Like, okay, where would okay, okay. Where would they go? Gordon Ramsay and Anthony Bourdain. Um, because. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. No, you can't be cheating. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I was actually trying to, see, I was trying to see where Gordon Ramsay was from. I, I, I don't know exactly what his origin is. That's what I was trying to do. I think he's British. Unclear, but I think he's yes, British. It says he's, his hometown is in England. Okay, so Gordon Ramsay is very hot tempered and just like. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Anthony Bourdain is is down to earth, a little dark. Um, let's see. It has to be somewhere that they're both unfamiliar with. They like yeah. the food of this place, but they're unfamiliar with it because it's not their daily life. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Stay with me because I'm, I'm I'm building up here. I'm it's following. something they're not familiar with. It's it's but it's a good food. The first thing that popped in my mind was New Orleans, um, and Creole okay. French popped in my mind because okay. you know what's amazing food. That's not something that they're always, you know, gravitating towards, and that's not something that either one of them is familiar with culturally. Um, so it's a learned trip for both of them. Okay. Um, and then you have all these, you know, ranges within that. You have a, a very amateur street home cook to the, you know, pristine culinary school, you know, working all the five-star restaurants cook, so, uh, chef, so. So, New Orleans. New Orleans. That's where they're going. Creole French. Creole French. All right, well, that was Fire and Dice. Thank you for playing. Catch us next time on Incense and Whiskey. In the meantime, take a breath, have a sip.